Hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the reuse and distribution of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludges thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. This is episode 52, and we're still going strong. Because the 15th, which is Tuesday, uh, would be yeah. the two-year anniversary what? of this podcast. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. This is a big deal. This Derek is, and I, got, I were there. Yeah, we were there. We were there. First we were there. Yep. I got to tell you, this is, this is a big deal. This is like, well, it's kind of a big deal. I mean, like, it's, it's eyeshadow and mascara big, but it's not really like wax my eyebrows and do my hair big. It's like somewhere <laughs> in between. I don't know how to tell you this, but this is kind of a big deal. Is it, is it shave your legs de- big deal, though? Is anything? That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, my- like, the only thing that shave your legs big is just when it gets uncomfortable enough to wear leggings, then right. I have to do something That's about true. <laughs> Poor Andrew has to deal with that, and it's true. <laughs> I know, I can't ever wear leggings because I refuse to shave my legs. It's really uncomfortable. Poor thing. <laughs> I, did, I did that once on a dare. Like, I shaved, like, half of one leg on a dare. Uh, feels nice, doesn't it? No, I hated it. What? It felt absolutely wrong. I felt like Brian Boitano. <laughs> <sighs> I did win the 40 bucks. Enough. You have to start shaving your legs when you're like 12 or 13. You know? You got $40 out of that shit? That's not fair. Where's my $40? Out of what? Out of the him shaving his leg. Oh. Right. Those are there. <laughs> oh, I mean, you bet me $40. He bet me forty dollars I wouldn't, and the Jack Daniels said I would. <laughs> Kitty so didn't have to bet you forty bucks. We all know that guys are way more susceptible to dares than girls are. That's just <laughs> scientific. That's true. Like around around here, you know, like there's the, there's the double, beer. double dog dare, triple dog dare, blah blah blah. Like mm-hmm. around here, you won't. Yeah, that's all you have to say. You won't. Say and one again, like, motherfucker. I double yeah. dare you. <laughs> around, 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 here, around here, you say you won't, and it's like throwing down the gauntlet. Right. So, <laughs> I've done I've done stupid <laughs> shit after those words. I bet. I, <laughs> when I, we, got, when we, I got scars from after those words. <laughs> that's that's kind of how we wound up breaking the rear axle on that GMV was because as I was driving it, the guy riding shotgun was like, was like, <laughs> you should be- jump that culvert. I'm like, dude, I will. And he's like, I bet you fucking won't. All right, that's it. We're doing this. That's <laughs> how. That's you know. I read it once yeah. when I was trying to figure out how to raise boys when I didn't fucking understand them. I read a book about it and. In the book, the author says that the biggest difference you have to understand between boys and girls is that girls do something stupid and they get hurt and they figure that was a bad idea. 
boys do something stupid and they get hurt and they figure that was bad luck. It's not going to happen <laughs> next time. If I do yeah. this three to six more times, I will figure the, this out. The odds are in my favor. Yeah. Andrew, <laughs> you, you won't preceded my brother been in the frame on his Ford Explorer also. Oh, <laughs> we were out, we were out, we were out like wheeling around in the mud and there was this little creek bottom and we got, and, and, you you had to go all the way to the end to get out of it, but we didn't want to go all the way to the end, like the other quarter mile, and then turn around and come back up. So I just said, "You won't you won't climb this little the little wall." And he said, "All right, no." And he spins it, and takes off, and we hit we hit the lip, and the the it goes straight up and goes kaboom. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and it bent like the, um, the 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 door still closed, the door still locked and closed, but the uh, the back door was out of alignment by about two inches. And uh, the rain, the rainwater would come right in. Yeah. Jeez. And that was the day we learned about physics. <laughs> it makes me wonder how many like major historical events, like huge things from history, like you know, like the uh, the barbarian hordes invading Rome and shit like that. Oh, how many of not? that shit was started because some fucking idiot was sitting drinking with some other idiot and said i fucking dare you to invade rome i'm i'm reminded of a lovely little country called ireland <laughs> our entire history is i bet you won't <laughs> i bet you won't take over the old government uh building close enough to be hit by yeah. the ocean yeah all of all of the easter rising of 1916 was completely out of a drunken dare like like, <laughs> does anyone remember Evil Knievel? I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet I could jump over those 20 cars. I bet you you can't. Oh, you're on. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, watch me. Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my beer. Watch this. <laughs> Jumping 80 feet on a fucking hard tail. <laughs> I there bet no you proof. won't mount a crusade in the Holy Land. Hold my mead, motherfucker. The bitch can't convince a bunch of children to do another crusade. Hang on. <laughs> on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. What's on what's on the docket for tonight, Jason? Well, I'm betting Andrew won't. <laughs> <laughs> There's no limit to the amount of stupid that I'm willing to do. How about oh. this? I'm betting Andrew won't do the next stupid thing that pops into his head. Oh, How's God. Why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, my objective. He has to recognize that it is a stupid idea for this to work. So Yeah, but that's not going to stop him. <laughs> I know. That's the awesome part. And he chopped down that tree with the Widowmaker leaning on it with an axe standing under it. And I'm like, this is such a terrible idea. And I'm still just whacking away. With a broken ankle already? Yeah, and I had a broken ankle at the time. <laughs> Jeez. So mad. Easily, so the, mad. easily the smartest thing I've ever done. Well, I deserve a fucking medal because I've been raising boys for almost 17 years. And we have not had one single broken bone or trip. Well, no, we've had a couple trips to the ER, but not because of stupid things they did. <laughs> uh, not so. got some wood now, just in case. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right, there we go. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah. this beautiful wood paneling in the center console of my car. No. That's one. That's one thing I've never. I've never broken like a major bone. I've broken like fingers and toes, and dislocated shoulders and torn ligaments. Yeah. And, I've never broken a bone either. I've never torn broke ligaments. a bone. Oh yeah, and I've fucked up like every part of my back that's not bone, but I've never broken an actual bone. <laughs> yeah, three, three dislocations on the same shoulder. Ouch. Yeah, I deserved it. I was drinking on the half pipe. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I'll take I'll take I'll take gravity for two hundred, Alex. <laughs> uh, Dan said he'll be right there. He fell asleep and just woke up. <laughs> yeah. I've broken I think probably ten bones, maybe more. Jeez. <laughs> I don't break things. I sprain them. Yeah, I, I do. I have too. sprained my ankle after I fell off a of six inch heels. Nah, my ankle was fine. I sprained my foot though. <laughs> How? Well, I, I snapped knows? all the ligaments in my right ankle because I came down wrong while I was running hurdles in middle school. And I, Oof. all my weight came down on the outside of my foot and it just oh. snapped all my ligaments. Oh. Yeah. Uh, By the time my mom got there, she's like, why did they put a softball under your sock? That's not helpful. And I was like, that's my ankle. That's oh. They didn't put anything in my sock. Uh, I was on crutches for like two months. That was, fun. <laughs> yeah. that was loads of fun. Fractured my tailbone so. twice. Yeah, I broke my tailbone once. On the ice immediately after telling everyone to be careful of the ice when they got out of the vehicle because it was really slippery, immediately yeah. wham and broke my tailbone. Uh, terrible. I've fallen says, on the uh, ice a lot, but I've never broken my tailbone. I got a lot of extra padding back there. Ter terabyte says you got to dive head first at least once just to test endurance. Right, right. Oh. <laughs> just yeah. what? Yes. Oh, it's like, quality I, I've never, control. I have I have no ice stories because it doesn't freeze here. Right. Yeah, <sighs> we get ice storms all the time. Yeah, and snowstorms, and snow and ice storms. Mm. So we're kind of I in the a, middle, weather-wise, over here. I gotta, um, I well, you guys don't really have them here there as much as we do here, but uh, hill bombs on skateboards and gravel. Oh. Yeah. Why? Oh, road rash is my favorite. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I was picking. I was picking gravel like out of the backside of your arm. I was picking. Uh. I was picking gravel out of that for like three years. Ugh. I've had from like playing soccer. You know, I mean, I grew up in Oregon, and the fields are always wet and muddy. But you know, like you slide tackle, and you get and and we're not pussies. We don't put like pants on under our shorts and stuff up there, even if it's raining, and it's like you know 40 degrees outside but you know i've had gravel like stuck into my hips from slide tackling and shit that just it took ages for all of it to work its way out <laughs> gravel yeah. is not my, gravel is not my friend like one of my favorite one of my favorite shirts floating around it's a skateboard shirt and all it says is pebbles suck <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I remember you heard that? I tried to ride a skateboard and I was like, I can do this. Tiny rock. <laughs> yep, you hear that? You hear that screech? You hear that yeah. screech? You know, the rock slide and you're just. Oh. Well, I used you know, to do a lot of rollerblading and same, same principles, the same <laughs> mm -hmm. type of thing. Dumb. Boy, this is fun. How fast dumb. can I go? <laughs> you're dumb. I'm not dumb. You're dumb. I don't know. I watch people. So you're dumb. I said spikes in the oh. Well, skating <laughs> is dumb. Okay. Well, all right. It wasn't roller skating. It was rollerblading. Yeah. Although I did once okay. do the uh, the hillbound thing here off of one down one of uh, our bluff roads called Bliss Roads, really steep and everything on a uh, one of those razor scooters. <laughs> I discovered that apparently over twenty miles an hour, they're no longer stable. Yeah. No. Go figure. <laughs> Oh my God, you guys, I still have a snapshot in my head. I tell this story and Kevin dies every time I tell this story. But he's, so we had one of those little like Spider-Man scooters, like the toddler size ones <laughs> in the garage at the old house. And there was sidewalk chalk all over the floor of the garage, like pieces of it. And he gets on this little fucking scooter and he starts zipping around the garage. And I was like, Kevin, this is not going to end well. Kevin, you shouldn't be doing this. Kevin, you're going to bust your fucking ass. And what happens? He Mor hits a little piece. Yeah. Morgan, Morgan Freeman voice. This was not a good idea. Right. <laughs> he hits a little piece of sidewalk chalk. And I have this snapshot in my head. It's one of my favorite memories. And I will never, ever forget it. Of Kevin in like an airborne fetal position. <laughs> Looking at me with this bewildered, stupid fucking look on his face. <laughs> like he can't figure out what happened, even though I literally two minutes before that told him what the fuck was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that picture. Took a little snapshot with my brain. Again, Morgan Freeman voice. It was at this moment that he realized that he may have made a grievous error in yeah. judgment. <laughs> he should have listened to his wife. <laughs> yeah. But how can this be? He thought as he flew through the air that she could have been so correct. <laughs> ah, it's magic. It's the womanly sixth sense. Jesus. After <laughs> probability first, and physics. That first, yeah, that first deep breath after you hit the ground, you hit the ground, you go, ooh! <gasps> and right. then you're like, Morgan Freeman voice. And this is the moment he realized Jericho was correct. That's right. <laughs> Like after that impact paralysis finally lets go and you can breathe again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So, all right. So what's our first article? We should start talking about something. Uh, we can go from, one, from one bad idea to another. That's a great segue. An economist has a wild proposal to give all kids in the U.S. up to $60,000 at birth. That's at least as stupid as Kevin riding the Spider-Man scooter around a garage full it, of sidewalk chalk. It it might it might be stupider actually. I, yeah, yeah. I, say, I think that actually that the scooter thing had a has a lower probability of destroying the world. So way lower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll just give the bullet points. Uh, economist Derek Hamilton has a wild proposal to give all kids in the U.S. a trust fund of up to $60,000 at birth. He doesn't deserve the name Derek. We have to rename him. What can we call him? D-A-R-R-I-C-K. He doesn't deserve it, though. 
Yeah. He's, As a holder of the feminine version of that name, I declare he does not deserve that fucking name. I'm offended that I share even part of my name with him. Yeah. Uh, the fund, the funds would be set aside in federally managed coffers and grow at about 2% each year until the child reaches adulthood. You mean the same kind of federally managed coffers as the fucking social security? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's working out well. All right. Yeah. <laughs> then the money could be used for, quote, asset enhancing activity, like pursuing education, buying a home, or starting a business. That's not how this works. That's or Hookers and Blow. <laughs> I mean, like, can they make it for Hookers well, and Blow? Well, the idea is that the funds would do a better job of leveling the socioeconomic playing field than education alone. Well, yeah, because then everyone's equally broke and living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. So, Yeah, and then housing prices go up for first-time buyers because everybody knows that they have that free government money. And then education goes up because everybody knows that all the kids have a trust fund. Yeah. And oh. so... It all fucking ends up making absolutely zero or less <laughs> net fucking difference in people's lives. Wait, hold on. Okay. Hold on. I have, I have to read this article from the story. Quote, in the U.S., Hamilton is advocating a new kind of federal cash flow pipeline, a wildly ambitious trust fund scheme that would endow each American baby with a nest egg of cash retrievable when they were in adulthood. It's essentially like Social Security in reverse. He described it as, quote, an economic birthright to capital for everyone. Quote, without capital, inequality is locked in. It's time to get beyond the false narrative that attributes inequalities to individual personal deficits while largely ignoring the advantage of wealth. Oh, my God. I, I, just, I just did the math here. And so that you know, if you're talking 60 grand to every person born, if you up, up do to, the math, up to sixty thousand. Well, if you did the math, it's six, assuming sixty thousand. That's uh, a cost annually for new babies of two hundred and thirty-eight billion seven hundred nine million eight hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Oh, that's chump change. They'll just fucking raise taxes yeah. annually. Annually. <laughs> so we're going to give you and a that's trust fund, but in the meantime, we're taxing your parents. Yeah. So fucking hard to pay for it. They can't afford to feed you. So you'll become our ward and mm -hmm. we will raise you. Andrew, and I that's, mean, not including, that's not including the annual 2% interest. <laughs> Jesus. So I can't remember the exact equation to do compound interest, but 2% interest on that would still be over, well, almost $5 billion. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and then times all of the, the other 238 billion the next year and the 230. <laughs> Why are we but, worried about how we're going to pay for this? In the words of Alexandria Casio Cortez, you just pay for it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You just wave your magic wand and the money just happens, man. Like these fucking commies, man. Ugh. Swear to God. Uh, that was the the uh, argument for, from Brittany the other day for us having kids. We'll just do it. It'll, yeah, it'll do work it. out. It'll work out, says the person on welfare. Oh, <sighs> Jesus. With six children with, like, what, how many different baby daddies? Six. Six. Oh, my God. <laughs> terrified, 
terabyte says give away free income because teaching personal responsibility and demanding skill sets is a ridiculous idea. What do it's you bigoted. Oh my god, you fucking bigot. Yeah. How dare you? And Polly, hi Polly. The Polly the Sulking Eagles fan. <laughs> living wage, that won't be a moving target. No, oh, absolutely. I'm gonna need Paul to define target. Uh, Goalpost. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to feel targeted by this conversation. I'm a targeted. I'm a targeted individual. I feel personally attacked. Yeah, that's not okay, you guys. Yes. No, please never yeah. do that again. <laughs> like, <clears throat> social security in reverse, like yeah. Because Social Security works out so well. Well, yeah, I mean, you think about it, and that's exactly what it is. So your Social Security was, well, we'll take care of all of ourselves now and pass the bill on to our kids. And this is going, well, our kids can't afford anything because we stole all the money. So why don't we go ahead and steal it back from all of the parents? And hey, you guys, as a representative of Gen X, I just want to say this is fucked. Because you know what? Social Security is going to run out before we ever see a dime. And then they're going to turn around and start doing this for like millennials, kids, and us and our kids. We're just in that pocket where like we paid for everybody else's shit and we can't get <laughs> yeah, well, back. Thing. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Here's, this, this is another good one. This is another good uh, paragraph. I protest. Where's my yellow yeah. vest? Yeah, but at its essence, it's designed to be a social safety net that could allow more Americans to take financial risk to reach their dreams without worrying that they might go broke in the process. That <laughs> phrase broke. <laughs> that phrase makes me want to fucking strangle people. Social safety net. That shit makes me want to fucking hurt people. It makes me like feel violent when I hear people use that phrase. <laughs> Uh, Y'all are lucky I have self-control. That's what. It's, uh, hey, hey, hey. No, see, you know what? No, I fully support this. No, there's no possible way it could ever, the government could ever actually run and finance that. I fully support it because then it will implode. It will ruin the economy and I'll get my post-apocalyptic wasteland for God's sakes. And finally, finally have an excuse for a Mad Max car. That's what we thought about Social Security, Andrew, but it's fucking limping into his hey. grave so agonizingly slowly that nobody's fucking noticing. Hey, the, the government is shut down, Andrew. Why don't you have your car already? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hey, come on now. It's been shut Where's down for over 20 days. Man. Where's fucking killdozer? Yeah. Yeah. Dan, what's up, brother? What up? Nothing. I fell asleep. Going, <laughs> you fell asleep, you lazy D-bag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted, man. I've been working like crazy. So uh, I, I, oh, I want to hear Dan's opinion on this. So I'm just going to give a, a, a quick uh, yeah. recap on it. Uh, an economist has a wild proposal to give all kids in the U.S. up to $60,000 at birth. The funds would be set aside and federally managed coffers and grow at about 2% each year until the child reaches adulthood. Then the money could be used for, quote, asset-enhancing activity like pursuing education, buying a home, or starting the business. The idea is that the funds would go toward or go to, go to do a better job of, quote, 
leveling the socioeconomic playing field than economics alone or education alone. What do you think, Dan? So they're going to have like. So what, they're going to uh, have like accounts for kids or something like that? The the art the article is uh, a trust fund, oh, sixty thousand okay. dollar trust fund. So like you're you're born, congratulations, here's sixty thousand dollars. That's gonna grow annually at two percent interest to quote account for inflation. Where are they planning on getting this money from? Uh, <laughs> taxes. Duh. Just pay for yeah. it. Just, Just pay for <laughs> it. Just pay for okay, it. So, so it's like it it it's like uh you're born into communism now or something? Uh, yeah. The, what do you mean uh, now? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but still, you know what I mean. <laughs> the, the, art, the article. Here's an idea. Why yeah. don't they just? This is like even worse. Everybody, it's when like, everybody reaches we already 25 have a huge years old, entitlement issue. Right, but why does it have to be a trust fund from birth? How about this? <laughs> People turn 25, give them 100 grand. I mean, it's the same fucking thing, yeah. right? Yeah. We'll just give them. We'll just give them a huge chunk of money. Congratulations, you managed to make it to adulthood. And yeah, I mean, it works so well on the reservation. Yeah, it works great for (laughs) native tribes. I mean, they're fiscally responsible in general. And yeah, the the article, the article actually calls it. uh, It's essentially like Social Security in reverse. He described it. He described it as, quote, an economic birthright to capital for everyone. I mean, you can call it whatever you want, but it's still redistributional wealth. I mean, <laughs> right? No, it's I not. Know. Really I mean, we, would, like, we already have a huge entitlement issue with with kids as it is. So it's yeah. like, why why incentivize the responsibility and the not understanding the value of things and just handing people shit for existing? Like, but didn't you and that ought to work out well. That's exactly what it is. It's 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 economic participation middle. Rich, but you know, we all know that all rich kids who grow up r- filthy rich, they all are completely financially responsible. I'm going to hang my head in shame at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it makes you value shit when you have to like work your way up from the bottom to get anywhere. It's like, well, I don't know. I mean, what, yeah, what, which is why, no matter are, how wealthy like, it, my it, parents it, are, I'm not wealthy. They didn't. We had to find our own way. My dad insisted on it. Exactly. Never, ne- never mind that, that, they, that they pass laws that allow kids to stay on their parents' health insurance until they're 26. Yeah. They're, they're, they're passing laws to raise cigarette purchases from 18 to 21. They've risen. Courts the, are letting kids sue their parents for college. Uh, for college. So they've, they've also what risen. The fuck, man. All, they've also risen in a lot of places. The age for buying firearms from 18 to 21. So they're saying that 18 year olds are not responsible. What in California? No, like several states have, have risen. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so, yeah there's, there's, is, there's, a push, there's a push at the federal really? level as part, of, as part of fine science assault weapons ban. Yeah, yeah this is well, and this <laughs> really, yeah, they're, they're saying they're saying 18 year olds aren't responsible. Yeah, it's it's give them a hundred thousand dollars. It's exactly it's the same, it's the same kind of thing as you saw like with the Vietnam War where you could be drafted at 18. Everyone was saying, Why can't I be drafted at 18? But I can't vote. Yeah, that was just gonna say, Why would it be 18 though? I mean, I'm not advocating for it, but most trust funds mature when the kid hits 25. Right, but it's like it, so. Essentially, what they're saying is, well, you're you're not 
you're at 18, you're not responsible enough for your own firearms or your own career path or your own college or anything, but you can totally choose who's going to rule everyone's lives. You're responsible enough for that. Right. Or to choose to sign up and go die. Yeah. Or you can still totally go be a bludgy. Yeah. (laughs) Or we can, if it, you know, if things get desperate enough, we can force you to go kill people and die. But you can't, but you can't buy alcohol in some places. You can't buy cigarettes. Nope. Yeah, no alcohol, no cigarettes, no firearms uh, when you're a civilian. Sorry, but no weed. You can totally use that missile launcher. You know, no recreational weed in states where they have that. You got to be 21. <laughs> I mean, you're still a kid and you're stupid and you're retarded, but you're an adult and we think you should have a say in running this entire fucking nation. And we also, by the way, want you to kill people that, you know, you don't even know. Isn't it D- DC is trying to lower the voting age to like 16? Oh my god, really? Yeah. Oh, that ought to work out well. I say, I we, think, I say we lower it well, to I mean, six. Because kids at 16 know everything. <laughs> that, it tells you everything you need to know about this system. For yeah. fuck's sake. The less informed voters are, the better it is for politicians. Yeah. Because we all know the how left was you getting desperate because it's like. Yeah, well, Washington, D.C. City Council, uh, they voted on a bill to lower the voting age to 16 for all elections. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's called, it's called the, the, the fair vote. Oh, my God. That word. That word makes me violent, too. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so safety nets yeah. and fair. Yeah, extending voting rights to 16 and 17-year-olds is consistent with the fact that turning 16 has a special significance in our culture. What? But it doesn't really. No, <laughs> you can't drive because the government says that's how old well, you have to be. Well, because now you got your first taste. Of Not freedom, even anymore. So. In a lot of states now, you can't even like. So, like in Virginia, you can't get your driver's license until you're like sixteen and a half. So yeah. now states are like pushing it back, and there's more stringent requirements now. And you know, you know Montana, you can still be twelve. Yeah, you can be twelve years old. Yeah, and in California, you can get a farm permit, so you can drive on the farm. At yeah, 14. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we all drove on the farm when we were little kids. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> I've been driving ATVs since I was like five. <laughs> so, <laughs> my grandpa had this little like Honda three wheeler, like a fifty cc. Oh, we tip- ran each machine. other. We fucking ran each other over with that, like, over each other with that thing. <laughs> Not on purpose, but I mean, it happened. <laughs> yeah, it happens, you know, as you do. Yeah. yeah. And then I had a cousin that tried, like, gunning it into the cow pasture on that thing, and he didn't realize that the top line of the electric fence was still over the, the opening. It was still, like, closed. <laughs> And he fucking clotheslined himself on the electric fence. And the, the ATC like went meow into the pasture up on its like back two wheels, <laughs> flinging cow shit everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and my cousin is laying on the ground next to the chicken coop, just like gasping for air. And we are all just like, I, we almost heard ourselves laughing, I think. <laughs> but. You need, to get I mean, Kevin, I was, you need to get Kevin on a three-wheeler on video. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, especially if we, there's chalk around. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. sidewalk chalk over here. Oh my god. <laughs> We had a four-wheel ATV, but we traded it with somebody, and we just don't have it anymore. But, yeah. I mean, kids drive young on farms, and they do stupid shit. Yeah, but, but would, you, would you trust them with $100,000? No. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what happens if you hand, like, a 16-year-old... Five thousand dollars. Let's let's or, yeah. Let's let's be a little bit better about this and stop with the generalizations. Most sixteen-year-olds. Now, if you had handed me, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I, here I, comes I agree. DC, I, I, no, no, I, I, I do agree. I do agree. My my daughter, my daughter at sixteen would be a lot more responsible responsible with it than my son would at sixteen, and they're, yeah. they're twins. Well, she's only yeah, she's only five minutes older, but. Yeah, I, am one I would have been better be with hundred thousand dollars at sixteen than I am now at thirty with a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a weird one. Yeah. All right. Just uh, let me win the fucking mega millions, and I'll show everybody how to manage money. I will you know? show everybody how not to manage money. Well, to me, it's like the whole like, fair. <laughs> like well, me and you know, me and John McAfee, we're gonna have a competition. <laughs> you're uh, you're you're getting really choppy, Dan. Yeah. Try it again. Dan. Dan. Going once. Uh -oh. Going twice. Uh -oh. Dan uh -oh. <laughs> We lost oh. Dan. <laughs> Dan down. Dan down. Oh, there he is. Oh. Back. back. Is he back? Are you yeah, back? The call dropped. The call dropped. I don't know what's up oh. with it. But no, I was going to say, like, the whole fairness thing, like, it makes me think of, like, egalitarianism, which is, you know, essentially communism. Oh, it's, it's, just, uh, like, it's, it's, it's like that whole equity thing that they push, how everybody, you know, yeah. they need fairness across the board instead of, like, a merit-based system where it's, like, you know, based on your ability to, yeah. you know, actually do the job. Everybody should be treated fairly, even if they can't do shit. And they think this is rational. It's like... Like, I can look at myself... Well, of course they do. You know, and like day before yesterday, I got a lot of shit done. Yesterday, I did jack fucking squat all day. I'm not even equal to myself from day to day. Like, yeah. how are we going to enforce yeah, equality like, between different force, people? Force equality. Like every time somebody says fair or forced equality, like I want to, I want to like hold them down and make them read Harrison Bergeron from from Kurt. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. You can lead a dipshit to knowledge, Jason, but you can't. <laughs> uh, Ella, Ella Spear, she says, uh, my son turns 18 and gets his trust fund in six months. I'll let you know how, how that works out, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> nice. so, so confident there, Ella, so confident. Right. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Go wrong. All right, how about, um, and, and that's her own kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sarah, Tara again says, uh, "Destruction for the sake of inclusion, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. We we can, you know, like we we can we can be fair if we're all poor. Yeah, right. Yep. And that's and that's all socialism. Yeah, it is absolutely impossible for everyone to be rich. Yeah, yeah. And even if everybody was rich, it's like, uh, what would it really matter? Because then the cost of everything would go through the fucking roof to 
kind Absolutely. of a comedy. Yeah. Um, it has a way of balancing out. I mean, yeah. if if everybody is totally even, then the market becomes totally fucking even, and then nothing is worth anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way to have, you know, the ability to create a better life for yourself is if you have some kind of way that you can step up. And in order to step up, you have to have steps for fuck's sake. And these people and you have to have inequality in order to steps. do that. Yeah, you, no, have that, to have you, have, you have to have incentive to mm-hmm. do good. You have to have yep. an incentive to to save. You have to have incentive to keep trying and keep going and 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 to take the necessary steps to get to where you want to go. Right. You there's there's no there's no incentive to do anything if everything's equal. Right. Well, exactly. That's that's why communism never works because it's like. There's, there is no incentive. It's like you can't make more than it's the ex- next guy. So it's, it's like exactly why what happened to the, 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 only, the, only the only incentive that exists in communism is to wake up early to get in the front of the bread line. Right. Yeah. Dan, right. Dan, Dan hold my place. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that, well, that caption for that. If you're in Hawaii, it's wake video. up early to put your slippers in their spot in the bread line. You know, they leave their flip-flops. No shoes. Yeah. That's why I love that. In Venezuela, they got rid of that by banning uh, long lines. (laughs) 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 No, like, no shit legit. Absolutely a shit. Like, like, no shit legit. They banned banned long lines. Like, that was was their answer to, to long lines at bread stores. They ban long lines. That's their answer to everything. And they don't understand. These fucking commies. They don't understand. There are more... Okay, your rhetoric sounds very, like, compassionate or whatever. You don't understand how many fucking layers of suck this is going to create. And every Mm -hmm. time you try to fix one layer of suck, you're going to create a new fucking one. August 22nd, 2016... Venezuela's Venezuela's latest response to food shortages ban ban lines outside bakeries. Why don't they just ban hunger? <laughs> yeah, well, let's outlaw. It's well. Remember, people, it is more important to be morally morally right than to be factually correct. Oh, God. Yeah. So. God. Oh God. And she actually crazy. fucking said that. Like yeah. I made a meme with a fake quote from her. All right. And this irritates me. I made, I made this meme and it said, nothing's made in America anymore. Like my new TV says built-in antenna. Where the hell is that? And it says like <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, probably. People think that I'm fucking spreading fake news. It's a joke. It was a fucking <laughs> joke. No, she didn't say that. That's why I wrote probably. You After can't believe every yeah. quote you read on the internet. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln said that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually that's, that's Lincoln. It was actually Ben Franklin. Oh, Ben Franklin. Yeah. Hey, I don't believe that's correct. I am pretty sure that Benjamin Franklin, in fact, said that. And you are spreading fake news. Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin, like all, he said all it at a hellfire club all meeting. Eventually, like if if you go to, to like the person that actually said them, all quotes go back to Ben Franklin. Yeah, that's true. No, no Mike. it's not fake news, guys. Like alternate facts. <laughs> alternate, like alternative facts. Yes. Alternative facts. <laughs> all right. Let's no, but she legitimately said 
it's better to be morally yeah. correct, whatever that fucking means. By whose yeah. standards is that morally correct? Then well, to it's be all subjective. Correct. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, also, to be fair, like me and Andrew were having this conversation this morning, actually, of, well, if you want to be morally correct, if that's more important than being like factually morally right versus morally, morally correct is yeah. what she said you but, can't like, be morally morally yeah. right unless that, you have that, the facts right yeah exactly. and that's exactly what we were saying is like but you but you can't be one without the other i don't understand what you're trying to I, yeah <laughs> that's, that's because it's that's not because, like a chicken and an egg situation facts yeah. come first I mean, like, that's yeah, fucking that's, obvious. Like, no, this was the morally right decision, but you based that off of literally a scenario that you hallucinated. I don't. I yeah, what? right. <laughs> Thirty is the new twenty. Facts, facts are the, or feelings are the new facts. Orange is the new black, and no, oh, this yeah. makes a lot of sense now. Forty right. is the new twenty. Let's uh, yeah. let's let's swing let's swing from from one idiocy. To the opposite end of the spectrum. Let's do it. Mexican. Well, I, say, I like I was to gonna swing, say, baby. Oh, I was going to say really quick that the whole the whole like ideology of like progressivism is progressivism is like based on like subjective reality more so than factual reality. So it, oh it yeah, feelings. We think that way. It's yeah. feelings. Well, well yeah, almost you could say all you could say that about all statism, all versions. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, that is true. All flavors of tyranny version. are based on fucking subjective feelings. Well, yeah, what I was mm -hmm. saying too about her is I said, I actually, I, I thank God that she exists because here's the thing is she is a socialist who is actually saying what socialists think without yeah, exactly. euphemisms. That's why it sounds yeah. so completely insane. Dude, you know why? Because yeah. there's no euphemisms involved. You know why? You know why? You know why? Because she is the left's version of Ron Paul. Yeah, yeah right. she's like their fucking messiah. <laughs> she's absolutely, she's absolutely the left's Ron Paul. Like she, yeah. she's saying what what they're thinking, uh, without all the flowery language, straight and mm -hmm. blunt to the point, and she yeah. will get next to nothing accomplished. The same as Ron yeah. Paul, and the same as Trump for the fucking right. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, like, except just Trump really for the right. I mean, no, I, when he was campaigning, though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 get on that swing. Yeah. Mexican president proposes free zone to attract investment oh, no. and reduce migration to the U.S. Uh, in a bid to reduce migration to the U.S. and attract investment, uh, Mexican President Andreas Manuel Lopez Obrador has proposed the creation of economic free zones along the U.S.-Mexican border. The tax incentive decree for the northern border region, which Lopez Obrador announced Saturday, would create a free zone that would stretch from the Gulf of Mexico to the Pacific Coast to be more than 15 miles wide. Fucking and Cabistan, bitches. Let's do it. I was going to say so. Inside the zone... Ha uh, income taxes would be reduced by one third, oh. and value added taxes on import goods will be slashed in half. The minimum wage would increase 100%, and fuel prices would equal U.S. prices, the report said. Free. Lopez Obrador, a self styled left wing populist, took office December 1st with the promise to help the country's poor, noting that the nation's minimum wage has lost 70% of its purchasing power in recent decades after devaluations 
and economic crises. Proponents of the president's, quote, free zone plans uh, believe it would reduce the incentive for Mexicans to migrate into the U.S. and increase competition among local businesses. But others fear Mexican companies attract, attracted by low taxes might move there to the free zone and create an overall loss of tax revenue for the country as a whole. <laughs> of course. No, what you're going to see is you're going to see American companies moving in Yeah, there. <laughs> Yeah, you will. You'll see all these American companies just hop right on over that border and be like, all right, oh, no, Mexican no, company no. now. Like in 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 addition in addition to this, right? Even with the minimum wage doubling in, in this little economic zone, like American companies, just like you were talking about, there's there's already huge um, economic uh, 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 economic zones uh, along the border uh, that attract American businesses. Like there's there's like medical tourism, like all mm -hmm. along the, all mm -hmm. along the border. That because it's so much cheaper uh, to get prescription and to, and to have procedures there, dental procedures, uh, as opposed to in the U.S. But and you can get pharmaceuticals, any anything you want, pretty much without a prescription. So that, like over that the counter, of, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. And even, and even then, there, there's do there's doctors down there. You can just go and tell them what you want, and they'll write you a prescription. Right, yeah. which means that when you come back across the border, now nah, I got a prescription. Mm -hmm. This I is legal. prescription. Yep. Yeah. And they're 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 doing this. They're proposed. They're doing this. While the U.S. is talking about raising the corporate tax thirty-three percent, can I go to Mexico and get a prescription for like an exemption to taxes? Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> doctor. I'm not allowed to. Claim your body as a temple, yeah. religious institution. That's right. I have I have high blood God, pressure yeah, and, and taxes genius. are stressing. Yeah, it's, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm, it's against my religion and my medical advice. So on the advice right. of the doctor, I'm afraid I'm going to have to go ahead and ask you to leave me alone. Right. <laughs> I'm allergic to taxes. But then, of course, Trump is going to build that lovely wall, which means I'm allergic to police. I'm going to need you to like still. give me 50 yards. I don't know if oh. you guys saw my post earlier. Yeah, I posted a thing. A dude was talking about the fucking building a, um, a ninja ninja warrior obstacle course at the yeah, border. Yeah, oh my god! It. It. If oh, you I can make it through, you're in, buddy. I said I'd watch the fucking <laughs> hell out of that. It would be like, like dude, like, that sounds like a good idea, actually. What no, was that I'm show? The, um, the Max Extreme Challenge or whatever. You guys remember like that? MXT. That yes, MXT. Yeah. Yes. That shit, I fucking loved watching that. You set the border up like that, <laughs> right? and the people who get to the other side get to stay. I will fucking watch that all day. Can you imagine just commentators? Long. You can have like a little kitty straddling the wall, and like yeah. just as they go across, they're just and yeah. oh, he didn't quite make it. Oh <laughs> my god, It'd be like the fucking Hunger Games for citizenship, <laughs> man. No, I'm, you know what I'm seeing though is I'm seeing an opportunity oh. here. Because Trump wants to build and shit. drone cams and whatever, <laughs> fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes. <laughs> Any, anybody want to go in on an investment? We can buy like the pole vaulting poles. That would be freaking awesome. <laughs> what I want to know <laughs> is things there where they got to jump back and forth. And what I want to know is, look, Cards Against Humanity purchased part of the of the fucking border, right? Nope. In protest of Trump, why haven't they done this yet? Like, if anybody would. 
you oh would think God. it yeah. would be a company yeah. like, like hey look man they i mean I, I i don't write the laws dude i'm just telling you like this they they made it across i feel like that means like it should probably be worth it like look what they did They're right like, like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know i mean it's not like they turned a semi into a boat and sailed it from cuba i'll give you that but uh, <laughs> and that's pile of old tires or something <laughs> like, the a- the abc evening tv border wall challenge <laughs> that's how awesome fucking communism is people try to escape it on garbage rafts yeah exactly <laughs> like it's because it's so good yeah. <laughs> rafts made out of like fucking empty milk jugs and human hair and shit because yeah. <laughs> nothing says success quite like <laughs> people so desperate to leave they would rather be dead than stay yeah yeah well no i'm i'm just i'm I'm having this idea right if there's this economic free zone just on the other side of the border and trump wants his wall i'm opening a ladder shop right yes like <laughs> immediately <laughs> <right>? ladder- <laughs> there was uh there was a third tunnel found uh into texas uh like th- three different tunnels found in a week and then this one this- this one oh, had no. vent. This one had ventilation and solar powered lights. I know. Well, yeah, they found they really found well one done. of those into like California a long time ago. Oh, they but they yeah. find them in all the time. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like a really nice one. Like you could tell a uh-huh. cartel put like some fucking. Yeah, they, they find they find them all the time, and they'll, they'll have like a uh, uh, railroad uh, lines inside, and they'll have oh, they'll yeah, have totally, cart. Dude. They'll have cart yeah. like they, mine you know, carts and shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. See, ingenuity. Necessity is the mother of invention. Yes, it is. Yeah. Black markets are beautiful. Yeah. Tunnel boring machines. I could rent tunnel boring machines out to people. That's it. It's great. It's an economic free zone. Here you go. Tunnel bore. (laughs) Do it. Isn't my problem, man. Just make sure you have it back by tomorrow at seven. Right. Yep. Like that thing in the labyrinth that they're like rolling down the little guys are on the pedals rolling down the tunnel with that little digging machine. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, just build those and rent them and just like, all right, just make sure you have it back. You know, it's... right. <laughs> if right. you get caught with it on the other side of the border, man, I have no idea what that is. I've yeah. never seen it before in my life. I... And you lose your deposit. I'm just yeah. Saying. And you're going to lose your security deposit. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the possibilities just seem so fun fucking government (laughs) can I interest you in our armed security bonus package (laughs) right (laughs) coyote calm (laughs) (laughs) that's what you you do a cryptocurrency coyote coin (laughs) no drop off whatsoever Uh, (laughs) yeah but I mean like Aside from all the money that they make off the drugs, the cartels are all like you know in, in bed with the intelligence agencies. So you know they're probably assisting them with building those tunnels. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I actually, I actually, I, I commented. There was a, I posted an article on Wolf about uh, about the wall, about uh, people not wanting the wall, and somebody commented, "Oh, so the drug dealers don't want a wall? How surprised!" And I commented underneath it, "I don't think the CIA has uh, uh, given a comment one way or the other on it." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> if anything, 
if anything, the CIA would want the wall to cut competition out. The wall's right. not going to fucking stop them. Nothing to the CIA. But it will handicap and cripple their Well, yeah, I mean, if... if, they, if... Dan? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I, 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 I don't know, because it... I mean, not saying that it, it would stop them at all, but, um, I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's pretty well documented that they're in bed with like you know the mexican cartels and all this shit so oh yeah oh um, yeah like <sighs> i don't know i mean they they, they fly Escobar. the drugs in they bring I mean, them in they... through the fucking ports and like you know what i mean it's not just through the fucking the, yeah. the border you know what i mean it's, right. it's fucking from everywhere so it's uh, like yeah. if you just cut off one that if, if you like you know make a choke point at that yeah. one spot it's like the, the intelligence agencies as long as they're operating fucking through the black market and making money that way, it's like you got to cut off all fucking points of entry want to really stop the fucking drugs, which is going to be a fucking yeah. Weren't we talking about that on your thread? Stop it as long as isn't that you remember how you said you were going to run right and I was going to be secretary of education and yeah, yeah, Jason yeah. said <laughs> you can't put me in charge of the wall because I'd build a dome instead. Um, <laughs> oh, I've already proposed that. Vote biodome. Not harder. Oh, the biodome. Polly Shore. God. Oh, look, it's the Leaning Tower of Chista. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking 90s flashback mad heart yeah. as long as it doesn't end up like the Simpsons movie I think that one's that's a bad yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> you gotta get the motorcycle and ride it on the dome uh, you won't you won't we have a oh, roof on the dome in order to yeah. fucking launch our spaceships into space for the space force so so, uh, as long as as long as Elon's inside the dome with us, we're good. Hold my government <laughs> rations and watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right, what's start next, Jason? Start our own nationalism. FEMA right. fourteen. FEMA fourteen. The <laughs> <All right. sighs> GAO. That's the Government Accountability <laughs> Office. Uh, the IRS has 4,487 guns, 5,062,006 rounds of ammunition. Ooh. Yeah, but ta taxation is the price we pay to live in a civilized society, you guys. And the IRS is definitely not police. And they're certainly not stealing from you. Yeah, but that's only enough for us to kill violence. a small portion of the population, you know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah, it's because Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> they got all the rest, so. Jeez. Well, I think they have one. Yeah, I, I can't like even imagine what they have at their disposal. They've got like one bullet for each net taxpayer, or maybe less. Maybe they got two bullets. Like the, 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 oh, IRS, yeah, the IRS, the IRS literally has a plan. To collect taxes after a nuclear event, yeah, because yeah. yep. that's that's exactly like who well, taxes <laughs> on what? It's a, been a nuclear attack. 
Would you like yeah. some irradiated spam? I can give you that. All right. What do the you people want? aren't hurting enough? We're gonna make sure that we're fucking stealing from them while they're trying to survive, you know, starvation and chemical burns and shit. <laughs> you know, so, it's like this IRS. Well, you gotta keep the fucking, you know. Well, yeah. it should be like knocking you at your bunker door. Operational, you know what I mean? Now that's fucking job security, people. <laughs> yeah, like even after, even after a literal nuclear attack, you still have a guaranteed job. <laughs> yeah. Robert, yeah. Uh, uh, to, to quote, to quote Robert Hinman, uh, "Be wary of strong, <laughs> be wary of strong drink. It can make you shoot a tax collector and miss." Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't want to miss. You don't want to miss. <laughs> I nicked the revenue. <laughs> See, the problem the problem with our society today is the tax collector used to be a fucking person that had to go home to home and fucking take money from people. And people could see themselves being stolen from. Nowadays, your own fucking employer does it. It takes it right out of your paycheck and sends it to these assholes. And you never fucking see it. People have forgotten that that money was supposed to be theirs. They fucking worked for it. You know? Yeah. And everybody... Well, since it's kind of invisible, they don't even think about it. Right. Yeah. But it used to be like taxpayer was... Or tax collector was a dangerous profession. Well, right? yeah, I think of like Robin, like, the, like Robin Hood movie, like where they went door to door collecting taxes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. The animated yeah. one or like Men in Tights <laughs> or Prince of Thieves or what are we talking here, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> we never bring up the Kevin Costner one again. I would really prefer <laughs> <laughs> Men in Tights. <clears throat> that one was the best one. Yeah, see that one I'm that one I'll accept. Yeah. <laughs> Disney one was the best, but then the, the other best Robin Hood one was with, with Kevin Costner. Yeah. Uh, Marion was pretty foxy in the Disney one. Get it? Ah! <laughs> Hey. <laughs> uh, I kind of I kind of like the uh the one with uh oh, God, what's the guy's name? Uh, the the guy from Gladiator, Russell uh Russell Crowe. Is yeah. that the one with Gwyneth Paltrow? Was she in that? Yeah. Yeah. I never Maybe. saw that one. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. I know that's the one you're talking about, Jason. That's a really good one. And that one was about the the buildup of the legend, like from when he comes back until right before he right. becomes an outlaw. And it actually it actually has the uh, like the uh, what's the uh, the tree that they sign? Um, oh, the tree that's still there. Yeah, um, the tree uh, that, that they sign, and then the king's like, "But I'm the king." Magna Carta? No, 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 no. no it was. No, 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 I think that was before the Magna Carta. Yeah, it was the. Uh, oh, God damn it! Now I can't even think of it. Yeah, there's like a like a, a treaty along, among all the landowners, and the, with the yeah. king, and then the, the king's oh. like, okay, and, then, so, and then the king's like, "But I'm the king," and then everybody's like, "Oh, yeah." Yeah, the they, yeah, they did that whole big thing. King John to sign it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and what was that fucking call? Yeah, and he waited until until basically all of the soldiers, the foot soldiers, had gone home. And now he wasn't under imminent threat of violence. And he was like, ah, yeah, about that. I'm still king. Right. And just right. didn't care. Um, yeah, that was, no, that was, that does predate the Magna Carta, though. That was. How are we all not remembering the name of this super fucking famous document all at the same time? Uh, God. I blame the weasel. 
Yeah, it's the <laughs> weasel. It altered it's, everything. Well, say. From my understanding, like under under the under the Treaty of twelve thirteen, it like essentially established like papal authority over the king and all the lands that England owned. So essentially, the, what happened was that the king was collecting taxes for the pope. Right. Well, partially for the pope. That's a, that's the part they that's the part they kind of leave out of that story. Right. Well. Oh no! It was the Magna Carta. Yeah. Okay. There you go. See, yeah. I was right. My first impulse was right. Yeah, the the, the, the Great Charter. Yeah. Magna, Magna Carta. Yeah. The Magna Carta that I can remember in school, where they pointed to it and they were like, "See, that's that was the you know part of the what are they the the bloodless revolution or whatever in England that brought you know more freedom to and I was I remember even at the time going, but literally nothing changed. For like yeah, hundreds of years. What, that, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> the Magna Carta, this super important piece of paper, it was like that a absolutely nothing. It was lip service, just like the U.S. Constitution is fucking yeah. lip service. Which was based on the Magna Carta. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, these things go in cycles. It's always like a sleight of, sleight of hand bullshit. Yeah. 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 Now, now that you guys bring it up, we can we can segue into another article. Let's do it. Oh, that the page is not coming up now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate when this happens. It makes me want to punch things. Technical difficulties. Beep. Somebody put the Jeopardy theme on. I didn't think it would work. Yeah. No more technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this is uh, fucking uh, okay. professionals. Yeah. <laughs> member who killed elk to feed family asked asked Supreme Court to throw out a poaching conviction. Oh, yeah. uh, members of the Crow tribe hunt elk to feed their families. The state of Wyoming says they can't kill an animal on federal forested land without a permit. The Supreme Court will now decide whether an 1868 treaty protects the Native Americans' right to hunt. Was During the treaty ever rescinded? I mean, like, if we're talking yep. about the status legal paradigm here, was the treaty ever rescinded? Nope. No, then yes, the it fucking does. I mean, has the God. government ever actually followed through on a treaty? No. Yeah, have they ever observed a yeah. single treaty? No. Yeah, during 2014 what? hunting expedition, uh, Caven Herrera and three other tribal members pursued a small herd of elk as it's moved from the Crow Reservation into Montana to the Bighorn National Forest in Wyoming. There, the hunter party shot, quartered, and packed three elk and carried the meat back to the reservation dividing it among their families, according to court documents. Fucking criminals. Wyoming, Wyoming, yeah. game, Wyoming game officials later tracked down Herrera and charged him with hunting off-season and without a license. A state court convicted Herrera, and he was ordered to pay $8,000 fine and give up hunting privileges for three years. And what are licenses and permits, kids? When it's you, when the government takes your freedom. Come on, everybody chime in and sell it, it back, back to you. you. Herrera said the second <laughs> treaty of Fort Laramie from 1868 between the United States and the Crow tribe before Wyoming became a state essentially allows tribal members to legally hunt in unpopulated federal forested lands at any time. The treaty which established the tribe's present-day reservation states that members, quote, shall have the right to hunt on the unoccupied lands of the U.S. so long as game may be found thereon. And as long as peace subsides among the whites and Indians on the borders of the hunting districts. Well, that's pretty fucking clear, isn't it? 
Why is Wyoming, there even a question about this? Well, yeah, because why, the whites are upset about it. Wyoming contends that the treaty only meant to afford, <laughs> quote, temporary rights to hunt off the reservation and that when the state was created in 1890, those rights were terminated. Where the did the treaty also, say temporary? The state also argues that the president that President Grover Cleveland's designation of the land as a national forest in 1897 efficiently rendered it quote occupied. Moreover, state it's a national park, which is exactly the opposite of occupied. Yes, so that renders it occupied. That's why they declare these things national parks so nobody can fucking occupy them. More evidence. So why do they call it rights and not and not privileges? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're the land of the free, Dan. We are totally yeah, no. fucking free. Yeah. You know what? If you don't like it, you can go ahead and move to the Crow Reservation. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I haven't experienced Somalia alcoholism you, yet, so. <laughs> Man, I could how dive far into that if I get on the fallen, That's <laughs> If you don't like it, you can move to Kaspaya. <laughs> what about, can I move to Wakanda? Or is that not, <laughs> yeah, not Wakanda allowed white people there? Uh, Herrera Kaspaya used to be yeah. a real place, though. Yeah, Herrera is single father of three. It says hunting rights are deeply personal. Facing tough financial times in 2014, he says he went to shoot an elk to, quote, live off of. The, live off the meat during the winter, according to the court documents. Quote, um, affirmance not only would strip a sovereign Indian tribe of a long-standing treaty-guaranteed right of enormous practical and spiritual significance, whereas legal team rights in its brief to the high court, quote, it would also threaten the rights of numerous other Indian tribes that long ago reserved similar off-reservation protection in its own treaties with the U.S. Yeah. The tribe... Here's 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 the this is the kicker. This is the kicker. The Trump administration has taken Herrera's side, writing a brief to the court that, in its view, neither Wyoming statehood nor creation of the national forest terminated the crow's hunting rights under the treaty. No shit. Well, yeah. At least they did something right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> surprise, well, surprise. I mean. <laughs> It's it's the same the same thing with, with Cody Wilson you know a defense or defense distributed not Cody Wilson but defense distributed like the federal government's like yeah <laughs> they they can do it and the states are like oh no gumble 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 yeah <laughs> well yeah and I mean remember it's under federalism right the, the they signed a treaty with the federal government that was this deal with the federal government. So the fact that you come along and go wear a state now doesn't undo the fact that they had that treaty. Just basically yeah, and federal land. reality stuff. And I gotta, well, federal I gotta land wonder, supersedes state rights, doesn't it? I got to wonder, like, what yeah. kind yeah, that's, of... Yeah, that's what the whole Bundy thing was about. Yeah. So what kind of, like, like grown-up schoolyard bully fucking asshole had so much of a problem with these natives hunting three elk on federal fucking land that they made this big a deal of it that it's going to the fucking Supreme Court. What kind of fucking asshole makes that big a deal out of something like that? Because because they're control freaks? No, I guarantee you I guarantee you that it was bureaucrats. Yeah, these are bureaucrats. These aren't elected officials. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And well, that's bureaucrats the real are usually power. even worse. 
Yeah. yeah, that's the real power in this country is not necessarily elected officials. It's all the unelected, petty fucking tyrants that have the real direct power over your life as a citizen of this fucking plot of dirt. Well, and that's, see, and that's, I guarantee you, I know exactly how this went, was they found the carcasses uh, in the national park. They what started trying to trash. I mean, like, because they... Yeah. So they, so then they start trying to track who killed them and they go, okay, well, they've tracked them back to the border of the reservation. And somebody goes, well, that means that they were probably natives. They get to hunt and the federal game, uh, fishing game, we're like, well, oh, no, they don't. I don't care who they are. The state. And the the state guys go, I don't care who they are. And then cross the border and head in and arrest them. Yeah. And it's like, no, you don't you don't get to just disregard 150 year old treaties because they're suddenly yeah, inconvenient even, for you. Because right? <laughs> like, you want to be a fucking stickler. But the people who can't follow any of their, their own treaties, we should totally trust them with and trust funds for every one of our children. Yeah, and these, <laughs> these, these elf, like like they weren't trophy hunting. No, right. It's, it's not like not like the guy that would just had it in, in what is it, Missouri or Ohio, where he killed like 126 deer. Yeah, and, took and people wow. not yeah, think that, like that, people. That guy, that guy got sentenced to watch. He has to watch Bambi like once a month. These these elk, they were to feed families. Yeah, he was right. literally so broke he couldn't buy his own food and was like, "I'm gonna have to hunt and go so back to that." Hunting. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, people you, ca- who you can't own, not be dependent only... on government, right? Yeah, and but uh, the sad thing is, a lot of people who have only ever lived in the lower 48 and shit, like they don't understand the impact this would have on other tribes, like Alaskan tribes. That is the difference between life and death in winter. They have to hunt, you know, you know, yeah. the they cost of shipping to. tomatoes to Alaska. Oh my, yeah. yeah. Holy it's shit. Oh my God. I mean, it, it is a fucking way of life. I I mean, it's, it should never be illegal for someone to go out and hunt and feed their own fucking family from that. It should never be yep. illegal for people there's to a, do that, ever. Um, there's, there's, I got there's told a, Sorry, go ahead, Dan. Sorry, go. No, you, you go All ahead. Right, I'll, there's, I'll hold my there's, there's a, a, a legal, a legal term here. I don't, I don't remember the exact term, but it, it's, it's it has something to do with, with survival. Like if you're lost in the woods and you come across a cabin and you break the window to get into the cabin, like right. that, that is criminally excusable, as long right. as you, make it, as long as you make it right with the person that owns the cabin. Right. If you're doing it to survive. Dude, so far, like in, in an emergency situation, like, how is this any different? Because the state well, thinks they own those fucking elk and they want it made right by having the guy tossed in don't, jail. Don't forget, they, though, you're they, talking they, about... They should build a wall around Wyoming then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, you're talking about the same government that literally arrested a man for eating bald eagle eggs after he was in a plane crash in the mountains. I don't know if you remember. That was mm-hmm. years ago, but that guy that was in that like plane crash and like an ultimate survival situation and managed to get his hands on bald eagle eggs and he ate them and they were the difference between him and starvation. And then when he finally got back to civilization and they found out that's how he had survived, they arrested him for it. Wow. Like, yeah. Although yeah. 
God bless that guy when he got asked when he got asked how they tasted by a reporter. He said, "Kind of like a California condor." Well, <laughs> I thought it was spotted owl, but okay. You should have said they tasted like freedom, but <laughs> um, yeah, I got. It's funny because like I called a, I, I got into an argument with vegans over hunting, and they they called me a speciesist. I can already which tell I didn't that even, this is going to be stupid. I, 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 couldn't even, I couldn't even I couldn't even believe the term existed. Yeah, um, a speciesist, a speciesist, or whatever they, whatever that fucking term is. Speciesist. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, obviously, you guys don't understand that people do like people hunt for survival for sustenance. Yeah, I was like, people also hide or hunt, hunt hunt for purposes of conservation. So when a like, lion and if you don't if you don't someone, manage a speciesist, the lion is fucking speciesist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that, that's what I said. That's what I said. I was like, what? I was like, so the fucking Barry eats a salmon out of the river. He's a speciesist. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's totally ridiculous that they, that, 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 that they even think like this. I'm like, you, do, you guys don't understand conservation, how to, like, manage a herd of animal that, like, you know, so they don't become, like, weak and fucking, like, you know, right. there's, like, too many to, and they just, you know what I mean? Like, they can't, they can't, admit- they can't li- Li- they, live and be healthy because there's so many of them. You know what I mean? And they they can't they can't admit that their fucking like their feelings are hurt by the processes of nature. These are the same assholes that try to make their cats follow vegan diets and then are surprised oh God, when they dude. die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. obligate con- yeah. carnivores. Yeah, uh, yeah. Our, our friend our friend actually had a a good post about something like that about earlier too about hunting and. Yeah, because she posted a picture of herself with a deer that she had hunted. And I I guess people fucking lost their shit on that post. Well, vegans are like, I mean, like the ones that I was arguing with, they're like, oh, they do it because they get the thrill out of the kill and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that might be part of it. Like they might get that like adrenaline rush from like, you know, the hunt. But if they're still Which is understandable. That's like almost like a primal thing that's like ingrained in our DNA. Yeah. 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 Yeah, if, yeah. If, I mean that's I mean, what I that's what I, that's what I was it, trying to say and they're like, "Well, yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't kill animals at all." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you shouldn't kill plants at all. Like, plants know when they're Christ. being eaten and scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better yeah. not take your probiotics because those bacteria are killing other bacteria in your gut. Oh my fucking your God. body's a fucking war zone. I think we it's take a, all the vegans, all the flat earthers, all of the holocaust deniers and all of the like Hologram moon people. The hologram moon people. The moon's not real. We seriously put them a commune and just all stick this. them all in there. Yeah, but I don't want to live on a commune. <laughs> <laughs> if a JDAM accidentally blows them up, that's not my problem. That's, I had nothing to do with that. I, I didn't push that button. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. <laughs> we, we, we did not get that on the 1099 program as sheriff of NCAP. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. I don't know what I came from. I, <laughs> nope. I still, I, I, you know, I think, you know what? If you want to be a vegan and everything, that's fine. That's great. Be a vegan. Yeah. Go ahead and start yeah, yourself. I don't that's have an cool. issue with that. That's just natural selection, in my opinion. This, if you really want to be a vegan, you fucking deserve to be one. This yeah, again plays subjective morality. That's no, that. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's subjective morality. Like, right? Not everybody agrees with everything. <laughs> like, yeah. if if you ha- if you have a moral objection to eating meat, congratulations! Yeah. Woo! Fantastic! Yeah, yeah, don't eat meat. Good for you. 
<laughs> I don't have a. You know what? Here. But don't push it. Don't push you, it on everybody yeah. else. Like you they know have what to, gets like, your standards. Is, is the ones yeah. who have such a strong moral objection to like eating cheese and dairy products. What the fuck? Yeah. So, I, like it doesn't hurt sign, the goddamn yeah, animal. From, yeah. Where the sign that don't the, the with the cow where it says don't don't drink milk. I don't want to die or whatever. And somebody's like. Are you fucking retarded? Like yeah. you don't have to kill the cow to get milk. I Well, you think they like like kill the cow, pick it up and like wring it out like a wet yeah, dish? Like cow? they juice them? Don't don't abuse animals while wearing a silk skirt or a, a silk scarf. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like where do you the hell do you where think that came from? Yeah. Come on now. Well, I don't remember well, see the... who I heard this story from. But there was a story of basically it was like a farmer's market or a rendezvous or something like that where these hip, like hippie types came in um, and they were looking at all of the furs and then there was some like homemade wool sweaters. Oh yeah, the wool. And uh, oh, they started freaking wool. out about the furs. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy comes up and he's like well, yeah, I mean, I had to kill these, but, you know, whatever. It's like, you can always look at, go get the wool. Well, you had to kill them, too, and that's just disgusting. And how dare you? <laughs> I don't kill whoa, 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 whoa. sheep. Or, like, the vegan propaganda that shows, like, sheep all sliced up from shearing and stuff. Yeah. Where yeah. are you finding those fucking yeah, right, That is like, not yeah, how I, it goes. Like, no, I, I agree. Like the the person the person that cuts up that cuts a sheep while sharing it should not they be sharing sheep. 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 Fuck no, they shouldn't. <laughs> Every, don't get me wrong. Every once in a while, you do accidentally nick one of the sheep, right. but you treat the animal, make because sure sheep are infection because sheep are fucking dumb. Yeah, they'll <laughs> seriously one of the dumbest creatures on the planet. Don't they be a speciesist. They will literally eat until their stomachs explode. If you yeah, don't, they, like, yeah, there's uh, a reason why it only takes one guy and a dog to keep like 500 of them together, <laughs> like because they yeah, are right. not bright animals. No. And, and the guy, of course, in What's Ireland is always yeah the one old guy in Ireland waving, standing in the field next to the stone wall for no apparent reason. He it all it, it takes is him and his like 500 year old dog. <laughs> That's it. And you can just corral them wherever you need because as soon as one starts to turn that direction, the rest of them are like, oh, this way. Okay. These are the same people that these are the same people that I idealize like the way of life of like the Native Americans. But and ignore the fact the that Native they American. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Ignore the fact that the Native Americans <laughs> they, were like largely carnivorous. Yeah, not Very, not 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 yeah. those Native Americans, you guys. Not not those those aren't real Native Americans. We're talking about these these people that <laughs> right. plants and the ones yeah, the, yeah, the, the ones, ones that kill animals. Just because you have a bead curtain in, in your time. house and you do peyote doesn't mean that you fucking tapped into your native American yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, the, the best part, and actually to bring this around to, to this article, you know, I have to think that it's it's really sad that the Crow tribe has fallen this far because there was a point where the Crow were pretty fearsome. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, yeah, totally. And don't forget, they're the last tribe to have a war chief, a <laughs> true war chief. To be Joe sure, that was accidental. Well, it was accidental, but uh, he, Joe Medicine Crow, World War II, earned his stripes officially. He did all four required tasks to become a war chief for the crow and 
it's a tribe that's gone from having a war chief and being so feared that they have to basically say, you can hunt wherever you want, just please, for the love of God, try and be peaceful and yeah. stay here. Yep. Yeah. And they've gone Stop from that to, if it would please the crown, may I hunt a little bit to sustain myself? Like, yeah, how right, far seriously. have you fallen? <laughs> Jesus. You used to be impressive and scary and And awful. how did that happen? Because they trusted the United States fucking yeah. government. And that, they were that rendered docile. That totally always works out. Just trust yeah. the government, you'll be fine. Yeah. Morgan Freeman voice, it was not fine. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was not fine. That just proves like their whole method of how they like to um, render groups of people docile and defang them so that they're no longer a threat to the state. You know well, I mean, again, again, I got I hate I hate to use this word, but again it comes back to it. Uh, the culture. The culture, like the, the Native American culture was literally beaten and bred out of the Native Americans. Oh absolutely yeah. was. Right? Just same, just same like thing the, within Canada. Uh, and in yeah. Canada it's like the, the culture of freedom here in the United States has been has been docile. It's been bred out of people. Well, yeah. they didn't even need to be overt about it. That's the worst part is they didn't even need to be overt. No, because they, 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 they ripped kids away from their parents and sent them to government-controlled boarding schools that beat them, abused them, burned them, shaved their freaking heads when they used their own native languages. Now, not yeah. all of them were like that, but they did see, bribe them in other ways. Right. I was going to say, but see, that's the thing is you don't... The problem is that, and and like with the culture of freedom in the United States, they figured out that the harder they push to get openly against freedom, the harder we push back. So yep. instead, now you can't go overt about it. You have to just go, oh, look at all these nice things government's doing for you. Why would you want to fight they, against us? Right. They've just yeah, exactly. encouraged decadence. They've encouraged yeah. cultural <laughs> decadence, which yep. pacifies people. Yep. And dependency. And, yeah. And that's the thing, like, you hear that from some people who actually have went to those native schools, who she yep. knows that some of the elders in the Ojibwa who love yeah. the schools. My, my, my mother's my mother's parents, they, they went to those schools. They were, they were born in, in Oklahoma, part of the Cherokee Nation. They went to those schools. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, they, were, they, they were raised hard. They were raised really physically Dominarian. But uh, and they in contrast, though, Jason, like um, the elders that I talked to, because I went to school with or in LCO uh, for a while, so I was actually in classrooms with the elders. And the elders, like several of them, they were like, when we were going, now this is obviously towards the end of the whole schooling stuff, but when we were going, it was so exciting. I couldn't wait to go back because I had electricity. Right, they had all these wonderful things. They spoiled them and said, "Hold that!" Like, "Oh, look at it. Well, what wonderful things we white people and the government will give you, and all you gotta do is give up literally everything that makes you you." Yep. And yeah. you get all these wonderful things, all mm -hmm. these great, amazing. Look at all these shiny things we can give. But you. they, but they could only do it through the children. Yep. Yeah. It can only ever be done through the ch children. Right, and for the exact same reason that there's compulsory because, because attendance. Black, black, yeah, blank minds schools. are easier to control. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's why that's why they had to go to the twelve. Because remember, when when the public education system started, it was not a twelve year thing. 
It was not that long. And it was like eighth they, grade, wasn't it? Like eighth, I, I think it was actually like sixth. Like sixth I, grade. Yeah, it was like sixth grade originally, and yeah, then once, that was it. Got, yeah, once you got to the point where you can do like a man's day of work, like you, uh, st- you stopped going to school. Right. Yeah. And at that point, you know, they realized though that they that isn't long enough to because all of a sudden you just cut it off. So now they go back out into the world and they're interacting with all these people who have these dangerous ideas of freedom and independence and hard work and all these things. And so they have to hold you back a little bit longer. And now we're seeing it with you can't buy guns until you're 21. You can't do this until you're 20. The infantilization is necessary because you have to keep people believing that they're children and therefore dependent on someone else as long as possible to the point where it's so ingrained in them that they depend on everybody else that they never figure out that they can live on yeah. their own. It's yeah. They've created a culture of dependence. Yep. Laura Ingalls yeah, Wilder it's, it's, was a school teacher by the time she was 16 years old. Yeah. They put everybody in like a state of arrested development. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other interesting thing about the um, government schools with the, the Ojibwa, the same lady that told me she was excited to go every, ever at the end of the summer, she also said um, that they were afraid. Like the reason they thought that, or she thought that the Ojibwa language was dying, is because they had made the people fear speaking mm-hmm. their language. Because I think what it comes right down to is they straight up were like, no, you can't. You can't have these nice things. We're not going to help you out. We're going to let you starve. We're going to then go ahead and give you horrible grain <coughs> like they did. Like they did to the Navajo? Well, they did this to the Ojibwa, <laughs> too. The origin of fry bread. <laughs> and, like, they're going to start starving you again unless you give up these things. But if you give up these things, mm-hmm. then we're going to just go ahead and do that. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's and and that's the same principle as like the welfare state. You keep voting for us. You do what we want, and we keep giving you these things that you want. X Y Z. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I mean, look at look at what happened. I mean, it's it's a kind of a bit of a stretch, but look at look at what happened with Kanye West with the moment that he started breaking from this collectivist, oh, if you're black, you have to be a Democrat and anti-Trump and blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, instead of getting all these jobs and all this support and all this backup and everything else professionally, now all of a sudden he's under the bus and he's being abandoned and he's nuts and, you know, he's just a house slave and all this other stuff that he gets. And, well, I disagree with him that Trump's so great. It doesn't matter. The point is that the dude just decided to think for himself and decide his own thing. And immediately yeah. now you have to ostracize him because you can't allow that dangerous independent thought into the collective. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that, the, the whole poisonous. like leftist mentality, like, well, I mean, it's not just the left, but it, the, the left, like, to an extreme, stated, they depend on itself. fucking. Yeah, but the left is like an extreme, extreme version of it because yeah. it's like hyper, it's like hyper statism almost because they want like an uh, fucking om- omnipotent state. Yep. Yep. But um, te- right, te- teachers, teachers are more responsible for the spread of liberalism than anyone else. Yep. Yeah, and, and the whole Absolutely. thing is that like when it when it comes to that whole thing, like with like you know how all the left is for minorities, they're they're for my minorities, but they're for keeping on on that fucking mental plantation. If they step off of it, yep. watch how racist they get they get racist real fucking quick 
Yeah. Uh, a couple of, couple of comments. Uh, Christopher da- Christopher Danielson said, uh, which makes perfect sense for the public universities just putting off the real world longer in an effort to continue to indoctrinate the youth into their adult years. Bingo. Uh, yeah. And Tara says, um, uh, in reference to the uh, the inner cities, uh, same thing in the inner cities. If anyone should be natural anarchists, it's the people living there. Uh, yeah, I've always said that. Yeah. Should mm-hmm. should be, but that's where the major indoctrination happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where they. That's they where I mean, that's like the lot. new fucking plantations, essentially. And that's uh-huh. where a whole lot of government money flows yep. into to yep. keep them pacified and dependent. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, and that's, not that's, only government money, but CIA yeah, well, fucking drugs too. They don't. For, hashtag free Rick Ross. Yeah, and arms. But they don't. They don't want those people to become educated and independent because it's like then the ghettos will go away and then they'll fucking they won't have a bo- voting block anymore. Yeah, because how, they realize how, like exactly okay, well I don't need government handouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why you see this increased urbanization, this push for an increased urbanization in the United States because if everybody's spread out, it, they're really hard to control. It is really yeah. hard, and that's stop. why you see yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the, the like the leftist um, rhetoric against farmers, like calling you know making them seem backwards and you know small minded and all of this. Like there's this demonization of people who don't come in and live within the special club inside the fucking cities. You know. Well, yeah, and I hate the cities. Me too. Yeah, oh I God, do. I, I can't stand big cities. I, love, I can oh, barely Jesus. stand the town we're in now. I can't stand the cities. Well, I learned. I've like come. I've come to realize that like when I when I visit the city, it's like the more the closer to a city you get, the more like communist people become uh-huh. because it's like they live in that like tight knit like kind of collective. So it's like kind of breeds that mentality. But when you get outside to like the rural areas, everybody's like way more independent and way more right leaning. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say people in cities are tight knit because they're not. They fucking treat each other with suspicion. And, oh no! Yeah, they're, well, know, they're totally in their own isolated bubble and shit. It's weird. Like when you go down to New right. York City, it's like everybody is like completely isolated from everyone else, but they're walking down the street. It's like it's so clicky too. Yeah, but you like know? people won't even like acknowledge your existence. Almost, it's right. fucking. It's weird. Yeah, but out in the country, like out here where I, where we live, we're pretty rural, and like I mean, I wave at people I don't even know, like on the street, yeah, exactly, cars right? and. And like somebody city. is somebody sitting on the side of the highway with their blinkers on, their flashers on. I'll stop and ask them if they need help. I mean, you know, we just people are friendly out here. Like I, I don't know everybody's name at the grocery store, but I know their fucking faces and I know details of their lives. And <laughs> you know, and, one of the worst parts about living out in the middle of nowhere is everybody knows all your business. And there's no way to hide. <laughs> Friggin' annoying. Yeah, right. <laughs> but see, that's what's weird. Town, you know, I, I grew up I grew up in really small towns and living in really small towns and really rural areas. And then now I've spent the past years in like a city, and it's not like a huge city, like lacrosse itself proper is like sixty-five thousand. It's not huge. Um uh, uh, hundred and thirty-five thousand in my city. 
Uh, yeah, just, over, just over a million in my county. The town yeah, I grew up in had 35,000 people. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the towns that I grew up in averaged eh, 350, maybe 400 people, maybe. So, like, that's, you know, like when Viroqua, Wisconsin seems like a big city for you because it has, like, 3,500 people in it. That's like <laughs> Wisconsin because there's like 2,000 people. In yeah, it. holy cow, it's huge. But it's like living here, I realized I've become slightly cityfied because then I'll drive out places to, you know, rural areas and stuff again. And people are like waving at me in my pickup. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. Hi. And I'm like, that's so, oh, no, that isn't weird. That's right. That never used to be weird. That's only weird right. now. That's right. Eh. It's so strange. Or somebody helps you like grab your groceries to bring them in the house, and your first reaction is, "What the fuck is wrong?" Yeah, what are you doing? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to steal from me? Trying to steal from me. Yeah. And then you got to remember, oh wait, no, they're actually just being nice. No, yeah, this is a nice person helping me out to my car. Never mind. No, this is good. (laughs) Yes, the the town the town I grew up in that has like about an average of like twelve thousand people in it. So it's like it's got that small town feel, but there's enough people that it doesn't feel like a small town like yeah. i don't know it's weird it's it's like the closer people are packed in together in living quarters the less they're willing to directly help each other so to still feel like a good person they have to fucking do this indirect benevolent fucking mm. charity by the point of a gun through government to still feel like they're connected to humanity you don't need that shit out in the sticks. Yeah, but yet they're like they're, they're like hyper atomized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, all of their all of their uh, dependency has to be much more subtle out out in the country. So instead of saying, "Oh, we're going to give you food stamps, we're going to give you this welfare, that welfare," it's oh, it's it's corn subsidies. It's oh, we have this home improvement program just for farmers. Well, we'll replace your heater and this thing and that thing with these grants that we'll give you. And oh, we'll help you with this. And it's all for your own good. And look, we'll even give you this government grant to buy a new tractor. And and we'll put up a commercial on TV talking about how important farmers are to to feeding our nation and shit. You know, we're going to turn propaganda in your favor for a little while here and yeah, and that's yeah. and then that way the the Republican right can stand up on Election Day and go, see, I'm I'm for the farmers and I understand the needs of rural America and everything because there is this exact <laughs> same thing. The uh, I, I, welfare. I, I read I read an article today about that about the uh, the subsidies that the federal government's handing out because of the tariffs. Right, then they're to, to, to help the farmers and whatnot, uh-huh. uh, and like like fifteen million dollars of the tariff is going to one company in Brazil that does nothing but process pork. Jesus, lovely. Yeah, well, make America great again. Well, that 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 they couldn't like they had to fucking uh, store their soy and shit because. Or like you know, get rid of it because the Chinese were like, "Well, fuck you, we're not buying any soy from you guys." Yeah, right. Fucked over a lot of farmers, and that's huge industry. That's a big fucking industry. Yeah, it's it's huge. Well, I love I love the the Trumpkins that are like, "Oh, Trump got China to buy all of that rice from us." I mean, he sold rice to China. Yeah, because China can't produce any of its own. First of all, because they're a communist nation. 
They still are, and they have trouble producing food, and they're starving. And number two, they were already buying that rice, you nincompoops. He just talked them back into buying it again right. after he convinced them not to because he's a dick. Like, what? Right. <laughs> yeah. Just... Yeah. They, they, they literally bought the rice to keep him from raising the tariffs on other products. Right. Yeah. They're like, all right, fine. We'll buy your stupid rice that we were going to need anyway uh, in exchange for you not doing that. Like, but the problem are you is, kidding me? The problem is, though, is that the American people still look at other countries, for example, China, as the super rural. Oh, they're all in the rice paddies all day long. That's all they do. Right. Yeah. And that isn't most of China. No, no not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Like you're thinking of Vietnam, dude. Like that's yeah, exactly. not China. Right. <laughs> hey guys, we yeah, have like that was ten where minutes we got beat, left beat by the rice 11. farmers. So <laughs> yeah, we got we got to get on with, with Derek's article. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, a Nebraska bar leaves special notes for customers who don't drink and drive. I love this idea. <sighs> yeah. Uh, don't drink and drive. Get a free meal. Sounds like a pretty solid deal. The simple, potentially life-saving gesture is how the Union Bar and Grill in Gearing, Nebraska, likes to operate. The restaurant doesn't tow vehicles that remain in the parking lot overnight. Instead, its owners reward the patrons who leave their wheels behind by giving them a free mile or free meal upon when they return to pick up their car. The hamburger and fries. Yeah. Scott and Kara Swanson, owners of the eatery, leave a kind note on the windshield of the cars left overnight with instructions to, quote, Bring this letter to the bar and we'll give you a hamburger and french fries. What I love the most about this idea is that not only it, it's not 100% altruistic and it's weird to say that I love that about that idea, but that's what makes it sustainable because you know what? This is good for business. This bar will get more business because mm -hmm. they're doing that. If you have three bars you can go to drink at in town, and you want to kind of cut loose, and you don't know if maybe you'll be too messed up to drive. I'm going to pick the yeah, bar that's not going to tow my fucking car if I have to leave it behind. And yeah, then I can go it in. And, yeah. It creates a positive incentive. Exactly. Well, yeah, it incentivizes yeah. good yeah. behavior. Yeah. So, so, so the customers the, have a positive incentive, yeah. and the owners have a positive incentive. Yeah, instead of creating everybody's of fucking winning. Yeah, instead of the negative incentives associated with, with drunk driving, such as tickets and, and DUI charges and, and all this other stuff associated with people all who could be hurt, like right? the public yeah, those, those benefits all, too. Yeah, those are all negative incentives. But the positive incentives, like this bar is not going to tow my car. Yeah. This bar is also going to give me a free meal. Right. Like few yeah. things help few things help a hangover like hamburger and french fries. Just Hell yeah. yeah, and that's you know, and that's something the, greasy that'll fucking stick to your ribs. Like that's the yep. ticket when you've got well, a and, hangover. And you know, and the thing is too, is that like anybody who's ever trained dogs knows that positive reinforcement will always work better. Always, always, yep. always work better. Always than negative not reinforcement. just dogs, children. Yep. Um Husbands? Children, Wait, children, husbands. yeah, children, husbands, <laughs> it's whatever. It's... <laughs> well, if you wash the dishes, you'll get some ass, and then the fucking dishes are done in like no, abracadabra. I'm you telling know? you, it's like magic, <laughs> it's like fucking magic. 
<laughs> but you know, it, well, actually, you know, I googled it real quick because I this sounded really familiar, and I found out this article is actually a sign that this idea is catching on because there are at least two previous articles in the past two years of bars doing this as one-off things for people who had left their cars in their parking lot. So it's right. a really good sign. These bars are all figuring out, holy crap, this works. Like yeah. and everybody celebrates it. And now everybody will come to my bar because if they have to leave their car, it's not a big deal. Like, yeah. How much longer do you think it's going to be before the government steps in and makes those no parking after certain period yeah. Of oh, yeah. well, I, I, I was just gonna to say protect because their fucking revenue investment yeah their racket yeah well i mean drivers that's yep. what the government's doing is a negative reinforcement actually the other direction yeah. is you can't you can't drink and drive but you mm. know if you walk instead we're Public gonna tow your vehicle and we're gonna yeah, get like, like, and like justin got yeah, fucking like, taken i was just gonna, I was just gonna say that in public yep because yep. he was walking home from the yeah. bar instead of driving all that shit negative reinforcement for being responsible yeah. yeah, it's like well, well okay, that's so what taxes are too. I know, right? <laughs> well, and I'm not allowed, and so I can't. I can't walk home drunk. I can't drive home drunk. But I am drunk, and I'm in this bar. Am I supposed to stay in the bar? And oh no! You've regulated Uber and Lyft out of fucking existence in my location. Yeah, and there's no taxis all the way out here. <laughs> I mean. So basically, God, they take left every fucking I'm going to go away. ahead and drive as fast as I possibly can to get home and just hope that you don't spot me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's clearly the choice that's going to get picked. Like that's call someone to come pick you up. Oh, but you will fucking tow my car. Yeah. Like, yep. but you'll take my car. That's yeah. it's that simple. Like, I don't, uh, that's well, it's not about logic. It's not about logic to them. It's about revenue. It's yeah. always, oh, about, yeah. it's always about revenue. That's revenue okay. Control. So that's a good rule of thumb for anybody who ever listens to this podcast. <laughs> Everything the government does is ultimately about revenue or power. Those yep. are the two things yep. that drive everything the fucking government does. Yep. They don't give a shit about you. If but they're this, saying they do, it's because there's something in it for them. This practice of uh, you know positive positive reinforcement is uh, you know as the great profit and water filtration salesman would say, it's a three sixty win for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's beautiful i mean this this is fucking this is anarchy people say oh well how would you know a lot of people a lot of states will use oh well if a drunk driver blah 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 yep you know in your unregulated world everybody's getting killed by mafias and drunk drivers really because this is a free market solution mm -hmm. to the problem That's, of drunk driving yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's a, it's a positive it's a um a positive incentive to, to do this to to go to that bar to 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 drink there to to spend your money there because they're going to, to not get behind the wheel yeah. when you are done drinking because there's a burger and fries in it for you the next day yeah if you don't fucking get behind the wheel and this this I mean that's all you get to tell yeah. a person I will give you a fucking hamburger tomorrow yeah I will give you, you a bacon cheeseburger and a great yeah. big thing of fries yeah. Deal. I'll even throw in a coke yeah I'll even throw Deal. in a Coca Cola for you fucking sold. Yeah. yeah, right. I will fucking <laughs> crawl back to yeah. my Dude, house. I will give you a voucher for Taco Bell. If you... <laughs> Hold but on, you're fucked if you're a vegan because it's not a microbrewery. Oh, they, they mix just not well. 
how do vegans <laughs> even drink beer? Because yeast is a fucking living organism and it has to be killed after <laughs> fermentation. Did you Don't see, tell them that, dude. Did you see the <laughs> did you see the that thing with well who was that the, the musician who has the wine now where he was asked if if they're oh, uh, Maynard. Yeah, where he was asked if their their wine was vegan, and he looked it up and realized to his horror that it was. So he went to all the vats and did <laughs> like it all of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not oh. anymore, fuckers. No, no. Your wine is not vegan. There yeah. are dead animals in it. There's dead animals in everything alcoholic. Yeah. So this this, ca- this carries over the, the positive incentives. The it carries over to this, this next article. Uh, private companies are keeping are paying to keep roads groomed, bathrooms cleaned in Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they want them it's open. good for fucking business. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, two weeks into the government shutdown, national parks are starting to close. The public has been getting free access since there are no employees to collect the entrance freeze up to $35 per cart, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yep. Uh, yeah, but, right. neither are, <laughs> but neither are employees there to collect trash or clean bathrooms, so the overflowing trash cans and toilets are posing a threat to uh, human health and safety. Parks Can I pin down. another story to this real quick? I'm going to pin another story to this. The fucking FDA has not been inspecting food and nobody is being reaped down into like mass mm-hmm. yep. um, like fucking mass <laughs> graves yep. behind restaurants. Nobody's fucking doing that. <laughs> Give, it time. Give it time. Give it time. these trenches. Because <laughs> it's not good for business to poison body. your fucking customers. Who knew? In the nation's oldest park, Yellowstone, local businesses are pitching in to pay park staff to keep it open, or at least parts of it. Temperatures are, are in the park regularly drop below zero this time of year, and the park is a blanket of snow. But still between twenty and 30,000 people a month still come to Yellowstone in wintertime. The snow is actually a big attraction. Yeah. The snowmobiles are as common as cars on the frozen streets of the park get, uh, gateway uh, in the town of West Yellowstone, Montana. Dan Gibson from New York. I've been Oak. to Gateway. I camped there yeah. once. It's a beautiful town. Yeah, and it's just these people, these these businesses that rely on the chorus, uh, they have a again a positive incentive yes. to help these parks. To help keep yeah. the, the roads clear, to help keep the bathrooms clean and the trash yeah. picked up, because the, the tourists are the basis, or not even the basis. The the tourists are the reason. They're the local these- economy. They are the local economy. Yeah. Tourism I is mean, the local these, economy. These statists, they act like if if the if government isn't around to plow roads and maintain them, that the very first snowfall that happens, all these people will just be sitting there twiddling their thumbs, going. Uh, I don't know what to do. During the the shutdown, private businesses that operate inside the park are picking up the tab. About $7,500 a day to groom Yellowstone's 300-plus miles of snow-covered roads and to keep uh, one paved road open to cars. Mm -hmm. So they're not... It's not a lot. They're not paying a lot, but... Yeah. So to recap... Without government, Who restaurants are not going to poison you. Drunk drivers are not going to fucking kill you. And the environment will not be fucking polluted by local businesses. Why? Because none of those fucking things are good for business. All you need is natural fucking 
human self-interest and incentive for people to do decent things because it is good for business to be a decent person. Imagine what these businesses could do if they weren't over-regulated, red-taped, and taxed. Hell oh, yeah. yes. Well, there's a reason yeah. why they do that because they don't want the business to fucking flourish. You know what I mean? It's like they want to keep them capped. They have to keep them dependent. I mean, they have to yeah. make the business look to the government for permission to do everything. Why? Because business is government's only natural fucking predator. And they have to keep it down or it yep. will eat them. And, it, and government will become irrelevant. Well, yeah, because it's way more efficient. Yeah. So if you don't handy if you don't handicap it, then people will realize, okay, well, we don't need government because business will take care of the services that they provide. Right. Yep. Um, Insanity. Nope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who ben knew Stowe's... that people who gave themselves ultimate fucking cosmic power over everybody's lives would like squash their fucking competition? Who fucking knew? Yeah. It's right, I got madness. I got I got one more and we have to do this article just for the the laughs and All right, quick. <laughs> and then we can do it. This is this is it from across the pond in the UK. Uh pet owner 80 left in tears after being fined 50 pounds, quote, because her dog lead was too long. A pet owner was left in tears after being fined 50 pounds because her dog lead was too long. Grandmother of 4, Maureen Sanders, 80, from Boodle uh, Maryside was fined while taking her dog for a walk around the cemetery Friday morning. She was walking her rescue dog Soren around the Boodle Cemetery when two female officers from the enforcement firm and NSL approached her and told her her lead, the leash, was quote, too long and issued her a 50-pound fine. Enforcement told, firm? Yeah, they told her the dog lead needed to be less than two meters long. Did they yeah, measure they, it? He actually has dedicated arms of the police force just to go after people for infringement of ordinances and regulations and things. Of course, because they're the fucking British and that's what mm. they do. Yep. England is Jesus. like the most like heavily regulated fucking country in the world, probably. Well not probably the not the world, but I'm saying it's uh it's pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Um, they never okay. learned their lesson. All their colonies got sick of their fucking shit and kicked their asses out, and they still yeah. haven't learned anything yeah. from yeah. any uh, of it. Except Canada. Yeah. Another bonus point to this one. Uh, although her daughters have offered to give her the 50 pounds so it doesn't come out of her pension, Miss Sanders is refusing to pay the fine as a matter of principle. She told the Liverpool Echo, quote, I had no idea it was a rule. What really upsets me is that if if you don't have it paid up in a fortnight, they said you could be fined twenty five hundred pounds, and I would have a criminal record. Jesus, oh for, for having a leash too long that a leash. exceeds yeah. six feet. Gosh, I mean, lady, it looks. Uh, what I say, madam, but it appears that your dog has too much freedom. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Please, the crown. <laughs> Real in that leash. I'm sorry, Britain, but here in like America, if if this we isn't have an analogy like, for fucking. I mean, like in America, we have like 25 foot training leads for dogs and shit that we can use. I mean, we're obviously way more free than you guys. You wouldn't are, want sorry. your British dogs to get a little too much freedom. They might start thinking they're Irish. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, right. <laughs> they might call you a weak hunt. Well, I mean, it's yeah. a great analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of a great analogy for, like, uh, you know, human freedom and, like, you know, the government keeping people on a fucking shortened leash. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to make the leash too long because then they might actually think that they have freedom. So. Yeah, and here's the big joke. They've convinced those very people that they're the ones holding the fucking yeah. leash. Oh, hold it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. How's that for some fucking shit? Yeah. What's, the, uh, what's the, the Facebook page campaign for longer leashes or campaign for a longer leash, something like that? Yeah. yeah. I think, I think Lou, Lou Fiend was a part of that one, but that campaign was a campaign for a page. Longer leash and a lighter whip. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's 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 insanity that that the American people think they have the government on a leash. The Constitution was there to restrict government. Yeah, we have a restrained government of checks and balances. We, the people, have the power. You're a fucking idiot. You're one of those sheep we were talking about earlier, and you're going to eat until your fucking stomach explodes because that's how stupid you are. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. As soon as I hear people start talking about, oh, the Constitution is there to restrict all I can hear is, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. man. <laughs> Fucking people. I just, yeah. the idea that, oh, your, your leash is too long in the graveyard. Who's it going to offend? Right. I, <laughs> I'm pretty Who's sure you can get hurt? any complaints. I, so I, it's okay if my dog pisses on the gravestones that are within six feet of me. Yeah, but, but only not if they get to one that's seven feet away. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's just out of that's just out of hand. Yeah, yeah, that, I say it, that's unacceptable. Like it's like, it's like it the same, same back to New York. Like seven rounds is safe, but an eight round eight rounds is dangerous. You can't have eight rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you end up with a sandy. You end up with a sandy hook if you have eight rounds. You know. Yeah. You, knows yeah. That. <laughs> you, you, can, you can have a six foot leash, but not an eight foot leash. Eight foot leash is it's too long. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. Arbitrary. You never know. The dog may go to the end of that leash and may find a squirrel. And <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like the theme for tonight is shit that makes Derek violent and. Fucking arbitrary shit makes me violent too. <laughs> it does. We didn't, we didn't discuss anything pertaining to pay, to property rights. So, well, like, I'm, I'm already pissed off. We didn't even talk about any like eminent domain stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to go too far over the edge and, and fucking you know. Yeah, there's end up always, watching the news and there's, there's a mass murder out in California. Show. And I mean, <laughs> really, probably. Eighty percent of our shows, eminent domain or at civil asset forfeiture, getting mentioned. So, you I, know. Actually, yeah. I actually almost, I actually almost brought civil asset forfeiture into it. Uh, <laughs> Chicago has stolen and sold uh, over fifty thousand cars since two thousand eleven from Holy people over, from people over nothing but traffic tickets. What you want to know? What else Illinois is doing? They're fucking taxing lapdances now. Under the fucking entertainment tax. Jesus Christ. Yeah. God. So you don't even have you don't even have the freedom in the state of Illinois to go get uh, not even quite fucked. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you don't even you have to pay extra to get your to go card. Get teased. You have to <laughs> yeah, fucking right. pay taxes to go get teased <laughs> in yeah. Illinois. That's just. Uh, 
Pretty soon there's going to be a masturbation tax in Illinois. It's, I was thinking that too. To That's what I was thinking. How do you enforce that? They'll fucking find a way. Uh, Alabama actually has a law against uh, sex toys. And the, and yeah. they, get, they get around the law by selling them as novelty items. Right. Yeah. Right. Like gag know, gifts. Gag gifts. Along, yeah. along with the masturbation tax, they'll probably have somebody like sent to your house to regulate how much you came. And if you came over a certain amount, then you get I'm fucking sorry. extra charged for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they called the Peter North's law. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you come in this cop or there's a $2,500 fine for tax exactly. that, That's where we're headed, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, it's so absurd. Well, the sick part about it is because I'm a sick individual, I'd be like, all right, come on in and watch. Yeah, you're yeah. going to watch. I'm going to make eye contact with you the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take my time and be as awkward as possible about it. Yeah. See, that's that's the worst part about the shutdown. And I'm going to moan your mother's name nope. the whole nope. time. <laughs> Like and and that's that's one of, that's one of the worst things about the shutdown is is all these people they don't have anybody monitoring their their cameras on their laptops anymore so all these people are jerking off without people watching them. Oh, oh man, it's a damn tragedy. I feel so it's alone. Kind of fucking lonely. No, did you, did you just say that? I said I feel so alone. <laughs> I was gonna say I I thought it felt even more awkward than normal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Was playing video games today. I mean, <laughs> well, there's no camera. The camera's There's nobody watching. I haven't shit by myself since I got my first smartphone. You guys, it's yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when when the, when it comes back up, we should all just put little signs in front of oh, our oh, webcam. Welcome, like, back. welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. I, I missed you. I missed you with a little heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, you Cotter theme song. 55 times since you were gone. Yeah, right. But don't I worry, I re actually recorded these and then just I start playing them in front of Yeah. <laughs> I kept the log for you. I didn't want to get you in trouble for it. Yeah. You know, lack of... You'll play them a slideshow of what they missed. Yeah. <laughs> like a Facebook video. Here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. One of those. You've been friends for 10 years on Facebook. Yeah. We made a video. <laughs> Here's the you might have missed this year. <laughs> With the stupid oh. little music playing in the background, and like you and your FBI agent in a little fucking canoe. <laughs> This is a great idea. Oh, I honestly think that we should all do uh, I really wish I could figure out who the hell my NSA agent is watching me is so that I could start photoshopping sure. his, his face and my face onto like pictures of like famous couples doing things out like You mean like I do with Slinky and Jonathan June? Like like yeah. how I put Slinky yeah, and yes. Jonathan's faces on shit? Yeah, like and just start yeah. doing that. Like, here's the time we went to the zoo. Here's us going to the movies together. Yeah. All right. You can play that little like like the Oz version of somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> God. I posted this meme. Or, I posted this meme earlier about um, it's like single chicks. Yeah. This is shout out to all the single women that complain about being single but never go out, just waiting for Mister Wright to break break into <laughs> yes. your house. And I, I, I tagged Jonathan June, and I'm like, here's your chance, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but every time I break into the house, they call the cops. 
Get the duct tape and the hammer. <laughs> and then uh, somebody chimed in and was like, they were like, you're slipping up. You know, you, they shouldn't be able to realize that you're there until you're within chloroform distance. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Don't forget oh. to bring Cupid the ball peen hammer. That's right, man. Ha- hammer time. <laughs> well, you know, they say uh, no means yes. Yes means harder. And please, God, no means grab the ball gag. Yeah. And That's pineapple right. means no. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I just thought yes <laughs> means yes. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. Pound me too. Or yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 me too. Me too. no, no means yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No means yes, and yes means anal. All right, that works. <laughs> Thank you. I think it was that's, Harvard or Yale. I remember that's usually the rule of, those, of thumb. The ones that got in trouble for that. Yeah. <laughs> and porpoise means stop. <laughs> Porpoise. <laughs> dolphin, dolphin. Nope, sorry. That's not right. <laughs> no, it's some kind of fucking sea mammal. <laughs> Orca? No, I'm sorry, but I'm an anarchist. I don't take manatee? I don't take orders from others. <laughs> it's fucking beluga. Yeah. Narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> Narwhal. <laughs> I don't want to know what that one means. Yeah. Platypus? <laughs> if, if, if you have to ask, you're not ready. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You may not be ready for that one yet. Uh, yeah, probably not. Got to work my way up. <laughs> Got to pay for that next level of Scientology. <laughs> well, I'm convinced that nar- nar- I'm convinced narwhals are really like fucking underwater spies for like the NSA, but they're like unicorns in disguise. Is, is, a narwhal, is, is it a gnar or is it a wall? Uh, I think it's more of a gnar, to be quite more honest with you. No, actually, <laughs> actually, there's a really good beer that's like nine point something percent. I think it's like uh, Sierra Nevada makes it. It's uh, called Narwhal. Huh. If anybody gets a chance, drink that shit. It's so good. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think yeah, on that note, I think it's time to say goodnight. Tax on drinking water. God. What? We'll tax your water. We'll tax your air. Tax we all have the to, things. We have to go, Jason. We can be here all uh, night just, if you start looking up new articles. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm all the giggling this made me have to go piddle. <laughs> I just, that's, that's why my camera shut off, because it was either go piddle or uh, piddle in my pants. That's rookie <laughs> stuff, Lindsay. You got to get like, you know, depends or whatever. You got to get the, the race. You got to get the she- like NASCAR. Yeah. Get the Shiwi in a fucking like mellow yellow bottle. I was yeah. just, I was just thinking maybe get me one of those astronaut underwears. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like the chick that drove across the fucking country wearing astronaut <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, they labeled yeah, that no. as a love triangle and then it came out that like no that dude didn't want like anything to do with her it's like right. oh, <laughs> triangle? what do you no She's just... Sweet, lo- love triangles you hear about the uh the one the nypd like oh, four, yeah. four, four people four people were involved in like a, a love circle love or whatever square. it is Love Square. Yeah, the article uh, and the they, love uh, rectangle. It a love so rectangle. And the, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the police, the, the chief of police took their guns so they wouldn't shoot each other. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. 
Shit got serious, man. No! Fucking love rectangle. They're lucky that they're they're lucky that uh, they didn't, you know, one maybe or the uh, the women weren't maybe closer because that would have been a love rumble. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard when I saw that love rectangle. Just. No, no, it's not like this. No, no, it's it's a little <laughs> more like this. <laughs> Speaking of being surprised, people don't shoot each other. I don't understand uh, how, like the TSA or any other government employee that now is working for free hasn't shot people. Because yeah. I would. Give, give it time. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of NSA calling or NSA a lot of TSA calling in a uh, a, a blue blue flu situation. They're Did like you, we're not getting paid by my yeah my wonderful meme they they direct they inspect but most of all they call in sec. <laughs> well, I mean, right. in in a sense, Trump's kind of doing anarchists a favor by proving it. We don't really need the government. Yeah. Right. Yep. All right. Well, this was a fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> Two year um, anniversary. Oh Thanks shit! It is too. In, everybody. Uh, Florida man is behind bars after he reportedly said he was going to kill his neighbors with a machete that had the word kindness written on the side. That is fantastic. For once, I actually admire Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking Florida Man. <laughs> we need to fucking like write a script for a movie for Florida Man. Oh my god. I don't think it's like, like the new Jay and Silent Bob. Do. Yeah, right. <laughs> Only with bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> there are not enough and a little bit of cannibalism. That, that meme just fucking I still remember a meme from that. Like, hey, I just met you and this is crazy, but I'm on bath salts and your face looks tasty. I love that fucking me. That needs to be found. It uh, does. It's somewhere on my timeline from years ago. Yeah. I love that fucking me. Bath salt is how, is how Tinder It was one of those e-greeting memes. You know, the one that looks yep. like a... Yeah. The yeah, e-card? Yeah, the e-card. Yep. Yeah. I have my new assignment. I shall try. I'll try and find it. <laughs> yeah. The hunt right. begins. On that well, note, yeah, everybody... this, is, uh, this is episode 52. Yeah, by my book. Uh, which is now two years. This has been two years. And Derek and I have not pod faded. Nope. <laughs> everybody everybody else has. Like, Mark yeah. is gone and Melissa's well, uh, gone and Mandy's gone. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of one of the original members, even though I can't. You were, I, I, checked. I, I checked. You were, uh, your first episode was episode five. Yep. Um, I just, I just want to. We're the OG OGs. Like we're the O O OGs. I want to read this really <laughs> do, quick do that, before. Do that again? <laughs> what? I said, say, say that again. I, I just, I, I, I was practicing to be an FBI agent. I want to hear it again. Oh, that we're so the O O O OGs. I, the joke. <laughs> <laughs> that joke just fucking pod faded, Jason. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I want right. to read this. I, I want to read this really quick before we check out. It says, "Has anarchy ever been tried?" This is an all too common 
question that contains a logical fallacy. Anarchy cannot be tried. Anarchy is not a social or political system. Anarchy is fun the fundamental state of nature into which you are born. You are born. Anarchy exists every single time you voluntarily inter voluntarily interact with other people. Anarchy is anarchy factually interfor informs. Jesus Christ, I can't even read right now. <laughs> never, never eat edibles. Being a pot fading. Uh, never, never, eat, never eat edibles, kids. That's anyway. called pot fading. Pot, pot fading, yeah. yeah. Pot fading. Anarchy factually informs the vast majority of daily, daily activities, even in today's mad world. Legit. Who, who wrote that? True. Robert uh, Eichweiser. Yeah, Dan put that up on the Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable discussion Facebook page. Yep. Um, as a meme. Yep. Mm -hmm. The link, share, the link to that is, is in the description. I would share anything that J uh, Jason says to share because you'll get a three-day. <laughs> and buy my book, damn it. We didn't even mention it. And buy Jerrica's book, damn it. And yes. buy her camera. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. buy her camera. You really need to just do Go a video for that. Buy my book. Damn yeah, it. <laughs> it's a, it's an order Fucking by an anarchist. Buy it. Yeah, Anarchy Among Friends episode fifty three. Buy Derek's book. Damn it. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. So yeah, well, on that note, two years strong, and we don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Mm -mm, this is too much fucking fun. And too many yeah. more. Because... Yeah. So happy birthday, Anarchy Among Friends. Yes. Yay! Yeah. Yay! I don't have Where's the spanking it. machine? Do we, do we get a spanking machine? <laughs> spanking? <laughs> no, my, my birthday's coming up. You're not allowed to have a spanking machine. <laughs> Chris, Chris do you guys remember up. they used to do that shit in, in fucking grade school? When it was your birthday, you had to go in a spanking machine? There's Chris the, there's so Chris has found the meme in question. Oh, well, the one that I saw was a little different, but yeah. 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 Chris, Thank you, you Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He actually he actually just dropped a message saying uh they need to check their DMs on Facebook. Okay. And Tara says she is buying the book, damn it, and then there's a little heart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So for the third time on that note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on well, this, uh, note, this time. For real. Well, I mean it's it's anarchist. I mean <laughs> That's what it is. We what it what is. We <laughs> <laughs> so we'll catch you uh, in a couple weeks. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.